It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. And uh, we are uh, getting ready for uh, what we hope will be a big show today yeah. uh, because the picks are coming up later, and I hate the picks. I know you do. Hopefully everyone out there is doing all right. Um, hopefully your power's on. Hopefully... You didn't have any trees blow down. Dennis, I know you have the super-duper secret CIA grid at your, at your residence. Don't, and you never don't lose, hate on me because I never lose power. You never lose power. Meanwhile, and don't jinx it either. Meanwhile, I lost power about 7.30 last night. Went over to my parents' house. Their power line caught on fire. So, yeah. It's, I do <laughs> it's have tree rough. damage. When I go home later today, I do have to clean up some limbs from my yard. All right. Well, hopefully everyone out there safe because when I was driving, Marysville was just Marysville's pitch black. Like outside of like one little nook, it seems like all of Marysville has no power. I will say this to our look at me friends who think the entire world is about them. (laughs) When you come up to a light that doesn't work, you treat it like a stop sign. You don't just drive through not paying it, not caring about what the rest of the world is doing, especially where it's an intersection where there's four ways. You stop and you treat it like a four-way stop, okay? Grow a brain or have your license taken away. All right, driving lessons with Dennis. (laughs) And now that we've gotten all that out of the way, uh, I think we have some football. football, Yeah, yeah. I think we got some football. We got some good matchups this week, don't we? Uh, We do. Um, Again, uh, there are several games that I look at and, and go, okay, what's the deciding factor? whether my coin lands on heads or tails. (laughs) Exactly. So So we'll get into it. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700 for all your real estate needs o'connor realty small enough to know you large enough to serve you if your windows stick (laughs) slip (laughs) squeak or leak 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Trying to find a happy medium here with my headphones. Uh, I know. Crazy. It's just been a wacky day. <laughs> so hopefully, all right. Hopefully everything else is good. Hopefully you're not turning your phone all the way up to super loud, even though it does seem quiet, doesn't it? Well, I, th- I think we're. I think it's where it's supposed to be now. Does, does this help you or hurt you? That's fine. Anyway, back into whatever we were talking about. Where do you want to start, Dennis? Uh, we'll start in the uh, the silver, and, and we'll go with the game to me that's the uh, easiest. <laughs> Marine City's going to host Clintondale. Thanks for coming, Dragons. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, you had a nice win last week, but thanks for coming. <laughs> All right, let's at least say what Clintondale's done. They lost to Richmond, they lost to Kloss, and they lost to Fitz, and then they beat Madison for, like, what, the third time in school history, I think? But I think it's the second year in a row, isn't it? It is. Uh, sorry, second time in school history. They started 0-5 against Madison, and they've won their last two. That's been two of their last four wins. And, and, again, they're, they're another one of these weird teams. Blown out, close game, blown out, close game. Blowout. <laughs> Coming <laughs> against Marine City. Like, again, not to not talk about this a lot, but it just seems much to do about nothing. Marine City's 18-3 and three all-time against Clintondale. And those teams they lost to, I believe, were in, like, what, the early 2000s? And those were – that's like, when it was – actually good – yeah, and it was the Scarcellis against each other. Yeah. The two brothers going against each other because you had uh, Tony at uh, Marine City and his brother was at Clintondale. Like, I know it's weird to think about, but there were times where Clintondale was playing in a regional finals. Like, in, like in the 2000s, I think they played in three different regional finals. And they would lose to, like, I think they lost to Richmond once. I think they lost to Marine City once. And looking back at it, they lost to Detroit DePores, which, if you don't know about that school, has been shut down and still has, like, the most state titles. <laughs> they won a lot of state titles. The other thing, too, about Clintondale that's deceptive is they kind of bounce around. Some years they're in the silver, some years they're in the bronze. And so, you know, I don't know what they're – which years they're having better records, but I would assume they're having better records when they play in the bronze. Yeah. So, uh, well, you're going to have a fun night on Friday, Mariner fans. Uh, and then who, who do they have next week? It's what, like uh, they're, it's they're, Hazel Park and Ma- – yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're in a part of their schedule with Clintondale, they, Hazel Park, <laughs> Madison, and Lincoln where – They I'm, got through their tough part of their schedule with a 173 to 38 points, four to points against. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm just hoping we get stats from them after every game because that will give us something to talk about because this is a stretch of the season where they should be putting up some numbers. Well, they're already putting up numbers, but where the numbers should continue. Yeah. That like, link, I mean, that we, thought, we thought Fitz had the potential to be a tough game, and Tetler went off for 200 yards. And that game was never even close. Yeah. Like, Marine City got out to a lead and coasted the rest of the way. All right. So Mariners are good. We know that. We've known that since like 2004. <laughs> um, I've known it uh, since I got into the area in like 95. All right. So St. Clair. Oh, they, you want to go there or, yeah, or Marysville No, let's just stay in East China. Okay. Let's just go right up the river. Uh, St. Clair uh, plays Gross Point North. Has to go down there, correct? Yes. And this is a game that could really determine the last five weeks of the Saints season. Uh, Gross Point North is a team that is a program that, well, if you remember, not too long ago, they were beating like Port here on high in playoff games. They're 2-2 two and two this year, but their two wins are against Sterling Heights and Warren Woods Tower. And not in very impressive fashion. I, I don't think either of us think much of Sterling Heights, and they beat Warren Woods Tower by three, and you saw the Titans play. Yeah, I saw the Titans play at Memorial Stadium, so I will say that, and I do think that the Big Reds are – a really strong team. Um, the game was at Tower. Tower does have uh, a really good player. I mean, I, I don't know what to, to make of that. I, I just know that the two losses are against I, – I look at Gross Point North 
kind of the same way I look at St. Clair. They've got two wins against teams they should beat, and they've got two losses against teams they're not good enough to beat. Yeah, but their wins aren't, I would say, not as impressive as St. Clair's against teams they should beat. Again, it's hard to judge just on scores because who knows? The, the Woods Tower game could have been 26-6, to six, and they just put their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter and Warren Woods Tower made a big comeback. Could have been a field goal at the gun. Who knows? Uh, but I think St. Clair, if they want to not only make the playoffs with Dennis, the way their MAC is set up, and we've talked about this all season, they don't have to win a lot of games to not only make the playoffs, but if they get to six, seven wins, they're probably hosting a playoff game. And yeah. this is a game, their next three games I think are very winnable. I don't know what Lakeview is, but if you run this stretch and go and it ends up being a four-game winning streak and you're 6-2, and two, you basically just have to split your last two to get a home playoff game. And I think, I think they have a chance. Or 5-2. and two. Yeah, I think they have a chance uh, in all of these games because it's Gross Point North, Cousineau at home. They're not going to lose that game. They should um, at Tower, Lakeview's at home, and then they go to Marysville to close it out. Those are all games that the Saints can win, but there's also a couple in there that if you know, depending on which team shows up, they could also lose, and that are going to be big games. I think this is a big game if you're Gross Point North. I think this is a big game, and you're at home. You feel like. You need to win this game. I think um, Marysville is going to be that week nine may make or break Marysville's chances at uh, being in the the postseason. So those are going to be big, tough games on the road. Uh, I don't know what to make of Lakeview other than they are in the white, if that matters for anything. It does. Like, it it does. But then again, we looked at the, the gold this year and outside of Roseville. Who do we look at as being super strong? It's between, to me, it's between the Saints and Gross Point North as to who the second best team is in the gold right now, and they'll get their chance to prove who it is on Friday night. But real quick, you look at the white, Lakeview, one and three, a win over uh, Dearborn Heights Crestwood. Utica, two and two. Their only two wins are Lakeview and Lons Cruz North. They lost to Lons Cruz and Stevenson. Lons Cruz North is 0-4 and, and has scored nine points on the, se- on the season. Excuse me, Warren Mott, 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They beat Mumford and Lakeview. And then uh, Utica Ford is 1-3. Uh, and three, And their one win is over Lance Cruz North, who hasn't won a game. Besides that, they haven't scored a point. Yeah, but and I then mean, Anchor Chip- Bay Chippewa is Valley, Anchor Bay, and I don't know much well, about Bedford, well, but Chip's that was their the biggest red. loss. Yeah. So. Anchor Bay, I think, is actually a good team. It's just how good because I think, like Dennis, if PH or Northern were in the Mac White, I think they'd be up there competing for a Mac White title. That's I don't think that that's a outlander statement. I really don't. Anyway, so just that's about the Lakeview game with St. Clair. Anyway, you want to get on to Marysville and uh, talk about the Vikings? Yeah, Mar- Marysville's got a game where again they can kind of break a pattern this week, and and I think they have a chance to do it on the road at uh, Madison because it's been bad week, good week, bad week, good week, kind of like the the Saints. This is a chance to go good week, good week. Mm -hmm. But, again, because it's at Madison, Brady, I have that little bit of a a fear um, because do I think Madison's a powerhouse? 
No. But do I think Madison's a team that can bite you if you're not paying attention? I do think that. I I'm not. I I, about I know you're Madison. not. And you I haven't mean, been all year, but the Shrine win is a quality win. New it, Haven, I get it. Hazel Park they lost to fourteen to and nothing then and Clintondale Hazel Park they lost got exposed to by sixteen to twelve. And I, I saw Clintondale play. They have a couple nice pieces, but that's about it. Marysville has the same opportunity as St. Clair. They could be mirror images of each other. Marysville has an opportunity. Again, I don't know what Fitz is besides Marine City beat them up, and Marine City's just beat up everyone. It's, there's not a two-out-of-the-box scenario where Marysville and St. Clair are playing as six and two teams in week nine. See, I think Marysville has a tougher I schedule. Think after, after the next two weeks, I, I think the, the Vikings need to win these next two games. And I think they, they will. They need to win at Madison. They need to win the Clintondale game at home because I don't think there's a slam dunk in the last three games. Uh, I, I need to see more from Lamphere. I, maybe I'm getting back on the Lamphere disrespect train. But Mary- I know this. Lamphere can score. And I know this. Defensively, the Vikings haven't been terrific. No, they haven't, but if they're getting healthy, they, they go down to Maddox. Again, they're playing two smaller schools. I think the Vikings are setting themselves up nicely for a little run here at the end of the season. I, I worry about Fitzgerald and Lamphere's offense, and actually, too, you don't know which St. Clair offense is going to show up, the one that has struggled to score in two games or the one that has scored 100 points in two games. Well, hopefully by that point we have a few more answers. It's, it's, a, it's a big week for Mary's. So just keep the train rolling. I think we could, have, we could be set up for a very nice Marysville-St. Clair matchup that might knock a team in or out of the playoffs. Uh, I'm hoping by that point they're both securely in, but you know that won't be the case the way this season has gone it's been a it's been a crazy crazy season all right um higher northern uh let's uh start with uh portier northern they're on the road all right that's not the game we're covering yeah no we're not doing that game there stop and think about that because i'm not doing the game this week (laughs) their first time away from memorial stadium uh that's that's not gonna matter this week no (laughs) sterling heights i mean they're just not good they lost 22-8 to Lampfere, 22-8 to Gross Point North, 28-8 to Port Huron. That game could have been 45-8. And Lons Cruz, 35-14. They got into double digits last week. But, I mean, look. So, again. The, the, last time, the last time they won a game actually on the field was when they beat Cousineau week 9 of 2019. They won that game 53-10. Since then, games they've actually played because they won a uh, forfeit against Utica in the last week of last season they've lost one two three four five they've lost nine straight games here here's the thing again it's not northern style to go and whip somebody 50 to nothing no so that's not what I'm looking for here but Huskies you've got to score into the 20s I don't think they're going to give up more than a touchdown I really don't I don't either. I, I, I like their, their defense, and I definitely like their defense against a team that struggles to score like Sterling Heights. Sterling Heights had a deluge of points last week at Lons Cruz when they scored 14. Yeah. This should be a game where Northern should go in, step on the throat, and just dominate from kickoff to the final whistle. But, but, but score some touchdowns this yes. week. Don't, don't give me a 7 nothing or a 10 nothing game. Go out there and beat them 21-28-nothing because you can. Yes. You can. 
Because their offense hasn't been unable to move the ball. It's not like they get the ball, go three and out, and punt it right back. They get first downs, Dennis. They move the ball, but it's always like, oh, here's a mistake, or oh, here's a turnover. They just or, yeah, stall they, out. Things just stall, or they take penalties. Yeah. They've got to stop taking penalties. It seems like every time they make a big chunk play, I look back to see where the flag is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the one thing that can throw a wrench into what Northern's doing this year. This could be, I, I guess, I don't want to call it a get-right game because they're 4-0 and that seems unfair, but a kind of a stepping stone game. You get this, you score, you win 28 nothing or 28-3, and you get the confidence going, you bring it into Lance Cruz, which I'll find out where they are when they play PH, and then you get the ball rolling for, for two weeks from now when you're taking on Port here on high. Yeah, this, uh, let's talk about PH Lance Cruz now because uh, this, this is interesting because these are kind of mirror teams again. Lance Cruz lost to Roseville. A lot of teams are losing to Roseville this yeah. year. PH lost at Stony Creek in, in week one again. That's a really solid uh, team. But when they win, the Big Reds have dominated Tower, they dominated Sterling Heights, and they dominated Frazier. And two of those were uh, road wins, by the way. By the way, this is only the second time Big Reds playing at home this year. Yeah, I think and, this is their first of four in a row at Memorial Stadium. Um, Lance Cruz's wins, like – they don't impress me. No, because, again, Utica. And I know that's a bad way to look at it. They're 3-1. and one. you got to beat the teams that you beat. But I don't know. Utica, 21-16. We just talked about how I think the white is bad. It seems like the MAC is outside of the red, which death taxes and the MAC red being good at football. It seems like a lot of teams in the MAC are down. Utica, that win at first impressed me. Week one, I was like, oh, Lance Cruz might be a team to look out for. Then they get killed by Roseville, and it was you chalked it up. Then a 9-7 win over Lakeshore, which at the time I went, ooh, that's not good. But then Lakeshore follows that performance up with a 7-0 loss at Northern, and Lance Cruz beats Sterling Heights 35-14. Uh, talking with some of the, the coaches, they, they think they have an advantage kind of in the trenches. I know Coach Perkins, um, when I talked to him for the pregame interview, loves the way his offensive line is playing. And when you give guys like Gabe Mose and Amari Holler room to work, that's a, that's a recipe for success. Yeah, uh, the, uh, you know, Aaron Smith is a man's man. He's like, ginormous. He is a big dude, and he's dominating and, and pushing guys back. Um, and, you know, and PH has weapons, and it's more than just Amari and, right. and Gabe. Those like, are the top two. Those are the glaring ones because yes. when they go, it's spectacular. But Ashford is mm-hmm. so good. And, and two, these guys are playing both sides of the, the ball a lot, and they're doing things on defense as much as they have on offense mm-hmm. this year. In fact, if you could just say you're only playing offense, I think these guys would probably put up even bigger. No, I think it's the reason you look at a big red score at the end of the night and it's 31 to 14 instead of 50 to 14 is simply because they have to take the the foot off the pedal a little bit cuz they want to play their guys on defense. And then when you get into a game where you have to play four quarters, you're fresh. Yeah. You guys are are ready to do that. And other guys like defensively, I I know Nash Phillips has had a nice year. Yes. Joe Myuri, Gavin Troy has stepped in as a sophomore and been 
what people had told us he could be. And from time to time, they've used Gavin as a running back, too. Right. In short yardage situations, down by the goal line, um, stuff like that. Um, the, Oriole is another guy who's a weapon. He played some quarterback yeah. last week. I think they're just kind of putting them where they need to put them. And it seems like, uh, I guess the word that was used is it's just gelling right now. Yeah. And again, yeah, PH, could they have won the last two or three games, 48 to 8 or whatever? Yeah, but they're getting guys out. They're getting younger guys' experience so that if someone goes down with an injury or if they need to plug and play, you have guys that have played now basically three halves of football yeah. in the first four weeks. They've done what they need to do to win, and, and I guess that's why sometimes I wake up at night and go, you know, Northern's just doing what they need to do to win. Like, they criticize 8-6 to six and 7 to nothing, but their defense had – the, had things handled and they're doing but and when they needed to score they actually have like the Frazier game they're down 15 nothing they found a way to get three touchdowns in that game yeah yeah please I mean just, you just don't want to just keep quell falling our, in, in into that just quell our fears and put up like 24 points yeah and just like do it I want to look at Twitter and go do it no, for us yes <laughs> please for all the Huskies coaches and players out there listening do us a favor. Let me when I'm scrolling on Twitter trying to get score updates at halftime. Let me see another touchdown, Huskies. They lead at twenty-seven, nothing at the half, and yeah. it's like, all right, there we go. Yeah, that's just you know, give us a little comfort food this yeah. this Friday <laughs> night when it's going to be probably cold and windy and bleh. And at least we'll both be inside. Yeah. All right. Well, the BWAC might be just as confusing as some of the MAC teams. Uh, well, you'll, you'll see a, 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 an exciting matchup because one team's fighting for their lives, and I think one team's trying to – is saying, don't forget about us. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into uh, to the be wackiness uh, when we come back from the break. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? 
Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. And uh, let's uh, get into the uh, BWAC. And uh, as always, there are four games uh, this week that I do like that about the BWAC, that the schedule is even. Um, So... We'll, uh, we, we've got a couple that I think are big games and a couple that, um, you know, standings-wise, Algonac, Emily City doesn't really change anything, but it's an interesting matchup. It is a very interesting matchup, especially with Emily City not playing a week ago. Dennis, you saw Algonac play last week. They haven't scored since week one, but, oh, my God, have they had a tough schedule. Yeah, and that's, that's my point. Like, 
don't be fooled by the fact that Algonac hasn't scored. They played Armada, they played at Richmond, and they played Elmont. Um, and, and they got handled. Don't I mean, they're not on those teams' levels, though. But I like their system. Um, they do, or at least I, I, against Elmont, they did move the ball. It's not like it's just complete disaster or they're turning the ball over or, or they're, they're doing they, – they just don't really have like the, a star player or, or guys that can finish. So they, they kind of get down inside the, the 20 and, and, and then Elmont cranked up the, the defense. I mean, they do have a kid named Hunsaker there that's pretty <laughs> good and that can uh, disrupt plays. But, uh, I mean, again, is Algonac a, a great team? Not by any stretch of the imagination. But are they horrible, horrible? Not against Emily City, I don't think. I think that these two teams are probably more even than than some people might think. Um, and Algonac, again, you can well, say what I mean, you Algonac want about has Lincoln, the, but they scored four touchdowns against Lincoln. Algonac has the better record going into this game. Yeah, I was going to say there's two teams hitting the field and one has a win and, and the other doesn't. But yet I, I Granted, feel Emily- like people – be, because Emily City played Richmond close. Richmond turned the ball over six times. That's why it was a close game. I mean, Emily City still has ran a tough schedule, too. Durand, uh, actually, I haven't looked at them. They, they're they 3-1. and one. Yeah, they're Durand only, is good. Their only loss is to Ovid Elsie. They, they lost to Richmond, they lost to Almont, and they didn't play last week against Croslex. It's not like Emily City has played a cupcake schedule, either. I think this will really go a long way to determine how MLA City season will go, or Algonax, because they have the easier part of their schedule come up. I say easier. They still have Armada and North Branch staring at MLA City, so I, as easier as it can get. But can they win this game and get three, maybe four wins if they can upset someone? I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. They just had – they were very front-loaded on their schedule. Uh, I, I just think you, you've got two similar teams, and I really – this is a toss-up, maybe an advantage Spartans because it's a home game and they don't have to go down. And that is a long way from Algonac to, to Emily City, isn't it? Like, I, and again, I, I don't know. They they had to cancel their game last week. That's, uh, that's where are they at numbers-wise? That's the big question. That is, let's see, how far is it from Algonac to Emily City? How long of a drive do you think that is? Oh, it's got to be an, uh, at least an hour. Buck sixteen. Wow. That's fun. I've done worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You just did worse. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. But, <laughs> all right, so that's Algonac, MLA City. Where do you want to go next on the BWAC Wheel of Well, uh, Armada is uh, going to win again this week. Uh, sorry, Yell, but. Armada's just a well-oiled machine yeah, right now. Ar- and- Ar- Armada's going to run the ball, and I don't think there's going to be anything that Yale can do about it. By the way, if they win this week, which we think they will, it'll match their best win total since 2004. Yeah, they're, they're, and, and believe me when I say that the entire town is pumped. They are behind this football team. They, they've got a, a young coach who's got everybody believing and fired up, and they're responding, and they're not doing anything extraordinary. They're, they, they go to their strength, and they use it till you stop it, and so far through four weeks, nobody stopped it. Nope, and 
They have had those statement wins. Again, we've talked about it every podcast. Armada in the past has been the team that starts off 2-1, and 3-1, one, and, one, and you go, oh, are the Tigers for real? And then they drop three straight, and you go, oh, well, that was fun while it lasted. Like last year, they were 3-1 and one and ended 3-4. and four. Mm. But now you win at North Branch, you beat up a rival in Richmond who was coming for blood. You upset them last year, and Armada was co- or Richmond was coming for blood against Armada, and they just took care of business. Now, Yale and MLA City back-to-back weeks, I think those are two wins for the Tigers. Then they have a couple of showdowns with Almont and Cross-Lex, but Armada staring 6-0 and in the face. Here's the only thing I worry about with Armada. It has nothing to do with on the field. You have been the hunter for so long. You have been kind of brushed aside in the BWAC. You're the hunted now. You're 4-0. You have two idiots like us that are blowhards that when we're talking, hey, we're hyping you up. We're giving you the praise. How do you handle that? I think they'll be all right because here's the other thing is to be the hunted, the teams you're playing against have to feel like they, they've got to hunt you, whereas the, the, the big ones on the schedule – Elmont and Croslex, they feel like they're the teams being hunted. I think that's two just – those might be titanic clashes. But I'm just saying, it's a little different when no one's expecting anything from you. And we're like, all right, well, let's just now, – now we're expecting things from Armada. The goalposts have moved because, Dennis, we were talking about it. We're going to assume Armada's in a district with Marine City and the way – the early projections of how the playoffs might shake out, the winner of that game could potentially make a deep, deep run into the playoffs. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you figure that stuff out, and I'll worry about it when we get to the selection show. Because <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I, I, I don't know how all that's going to shape out. I just, I'd be excited to uh, have uh, uh, some early round games where we could match up Marine City against some BWAC teams because isn't that what we all want anyways? We want Marine City and some of the BWAC teams to be in a league together and to play each other every yep. year. And and we don't get it unless we get a playoff game. Uh, and, and in the past, those have been worth watching. Yep. All right, another game in the BWAC that's going to have – Big seasonal implications for both teams, potentially BWAC implications. North Branch, Elmont. Yeah, and look at the, look what Elmont has to do here. At North Branch, home to Croslex, home to Armada, at Richmond, and then they, their non-league game at the end is Goodrich at home. You want to talk about running a five-week gauntlet. Goodrich, um, who is, by the way, 3-1 and one in their only losses to Frankenmuth, yeah. and, and people around here just know how good Frankenmuth is. And, and, uh, and Elmont went – to Monroe St. Mary's in, in week one, so they know what it is going to take to beat top-level uh, teams. 4-0 Monroe St. Mary's team, yeah, by the, the way. They, they, they've cruised through the first three weeks of the BWAC schedule because they played the bottom three teams first, but they scored, uh, what, here, 40 points a game, and they've given up seven total points. Yeah, yeah. You're going to find out real quickly if Almont is legit or if they're – if they had the advantage of an easier schedule, they Dennis could they end up eight and one? Absolutely. Could they end up three and six? I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. And they, I don't think that's saying that 
Elmont is good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just saying that that schedule is tough. And you know North Branch is going to be out for blood. They are a wounded animal that's looking to right the ship. After losing their first two BWAC games, they're kind of being brushed to the side, and I don't think they like that up there. No, and, and here's here's the thing. But, but, again, you look at the resume, and, and that's all we, we have mm-hmm. to work with here. Thurston and Yale are their wins. Um, and then they lost to Croslex, and they lost at home to Armada, the, the two big boys. So everybody's going to look at that and go, okay, well, North Branch is good enough to beat the, the teams beneath them, but this year they're not one of the big boys. This is, A, a chance for them to say, wait a minute, don't count us out just yet, and, B, you've got the Furman factor and, and his connection to Elmont and, and all of that. That I mean, we, we, it's about the kids – but don't think that the kids don't know what that means for their coach at mm-hmm. North Branch, and don't. they're going to bring their A game against Elmont. This is not an easy game for Elmont. And these Elmont kids coming up through the schools, they watched Furman coach. This is going to be a, a game with may, maybe not that much love loss between the two. This is going to be a, a, a street fight between I mean, Elmont and North Branch. It, every game, both teams want to win. But this is one where when we go, both teams want to win this game. This was both cir- teams want to win this game. Both communities want to win this, this game. This was circled in June. Yeah. This was a game circled way long ago. You know, you, you, everybody's got their big rivalry game. And for these two teams, I think right now, this is their big rivalry game. I, I'd agree with that. All right, now to the game you're at. By the way, I'm at uh, Port here on High Lance Cruise. I'll be on that one, 740-ish pregame. 640-ish. 640-ish pregame. Unless you know something that I don't know. I do not. (laughs) I do not. Sometimes you do. (laughs) (laughs) You will be up at Cross Lex for this BWAC showdown. First time you get to see the Pioneers play. Uh, They practiced on a parking lot yesterday because of all the rain. (laughs) And I don't blame them because – I, uh, yeah, which by the way, let's talk about that for a second. All these games on grass fields, how much is all this rain going to affect it? Because it might not rain during the game, but it's basically going to have three days of water sitting on it. Some places might be able to handle it better. It seems like Port Huron High could go through a hurricane and Memorial Stadium is going to look pristine. There's a definite crest. On Memorial Stadium. The water drains right. there pretty well. But you know what's going to be a mess? The sidelines. The and they don't have much of a sidelines there, but everybody's going to be on both sides knee-deep in muck. And anything on the sideline, you worry about people getting into the wall. Right. And how much of that does that bode well for wacky scenarios? You saw it last year. Armada almost knocked off North Branch in a game like this. It's going to – I think there's going to be a game where the weather – if it's on a grass field, is very much affected by what's going on. Well, I'm, I'm very excited to see Crosslex play a game. Um, uh, they are a team that before the season started, all summer long, we talked about this football team. We were excited about this football team still excited about this football team Uh, I was at practice earlier in the week and I know I pushed them back in the rankings this week just because I wanted to give the 4-0 teams a week in the spotlight Um, but this is a Croslex team that reminded me because I hadn't seen them since we were out there for the show before the season Mm -hmm. and I had kind of forgotten just how 
humongous they are. This is a big bunch of dudes. Um, and like, and I've seen Armada a couple times. Armada's big. Croslex makes Armada look not as big. Not as big. That's saying something because Armada's big. Yeah. Um, but Croslex is huge. Um, and Richmond, Richmond's got to be licking their wounds after last week, and they've got to be looking at this as well. We can either pack it in as far as the BWAC is uh, concerned, or we can fight, pull off what now would I think would be considered a, an upset, and get our get back in the the map and make everybody forget about Armada. Yeah, well, here's the thing: Richard doesn't control their own destiny. They need Armada to lose to someone. Again, Richmond, five turnovers, that's tough to come back from. Uh, Cross Lex, they're coming off of, uh, not playing in two weeks, which could be good, could be bad. I don't know. I'm not in that locker room. I don't know how the kids are feeling or how they'll feel when they come out. All I know is they're uh, itching to prove that, hey, we're still top dog, we're still big, we're still fast, and they're – Richmond has talent, Dennis. I know you saw maybe what will amount to being their worst game of the year. Richmond is still talented, and I don't think Cross-Lex is going to be able to just walk through this one at all. In fact, I think it's going to be a pretty darn close game. I, I Just looking at this, the BWAC is still wide open. It's still wide open. Armada still has to go to Elmont and play Cross-Lex. Uh, Elmont... We just talked about their gauntlet at North Branch, Crosslex, Armada at Richmond. Uh, Crosslex playing Richmond this week. Then they have to go to Elmont. They still have to go to Armada uh, later. Um, and, and if you're the Richmond Blue Devils, you've got Crosslex this week, Yale and North Branch at home, Elmont at home. The door is still wide open for you. Go you, out and win football games. Right, you just need to hope Armada doesn't go undefeated, which – I think it's at, if anybody goes through the BWAC schedule unscathed, that's really impressive. Uh, it's extremely impressive if anybody goes through, runs the table in the BWAC. I, I, would, I don't see how the, the BWAC champ doesn't have one loss. You might have. Like I wouldn't a be. I would, at the end of all this, if we have a four-way tie with four teams with one loss, would you be surprised? Not at all. Not at all. I just feel like, yeah, I, I'm with you. If somebody runs the table in the BWAC, then that's a, a team that we need to keep an eye on. I think there's a lot of quality football in the BWAC this year. But, yeah, you'll be up at Crosslex first time getting to see the Pioneers in action. You excited for that one? I am. Uh, a couple of things. Um, the, the speed of the uh, game, the way uh, Crosslex wants to do it on offense. Um, they don't want to huddle. They want to go, go, go. I'm excited for that. I like that kind of football, uh, and, and I'm interested to, to see the contrast in styles. Um, and, and two, uh, I want to see the real Richmond, or I want to mm -hmm. find out who the real Richmond is. Um, I, I want to, you know, Denny Saligan was kind you, of – You know they're shut, selling out to stop Denny down. Saligan. So, I mean, I, I, I want to I see what happens uh, in this uh, game be, because – there are scenarios that can answer some questions, and then there are scenarios that might not answer any questions uh, at all. Um, but um, I, I think uh, that this is Richmond's chance to stay right into this thing. But if 
they don't win this week at Crosslex, then as far as the BWAC is concerned, Richmond's got to start thinking about playoffs instead. All right, let's quickly go through the GTC East. Uh, Brown City goes to Unionville Seabwing. I know Unionville Seabwing's down. That's still a tough game for the Green Devils. Yeah, uh, Brown City is uh, in a tough way uh, this uh, season, and, and I don't see them going to USA and winning that football game. KPAC hosts Marlette. Marlette's kind of uh, figured it out since their loss to Ubley. They they gave it to Brown City, and they lost to a 4-0 Reese team, which I bet you if they play that again, Marlette might win. I mean, you had, what, three turnovers go to the house. Harbor Beach goes to Sandusky. Sandusky is struggling this year, but they've lost to, I think, three good teams. But Harbor Beach, the favorite in that one until they're not. Memphis um, hosts Ubley. And Ubley. This is actually for sole possession of first place. I know. Think about that. Memphis Ubley Week 5 is for first place in the GTC East. Whoever wins this game will be the only undefeated team in league play. Ubley will be the only undefeated team in <laughs> league play. No offense, Memphis. Ubley is just a freight train that is not being stopped. All right. Uh, Mooney goes to Waterford, uh, Our Lady of the Lake. Uh, Mooney's 3-1. and one. Lakes is 1-3, and three, but Mooney's coming off its first loss, and Lakes mm. is coming off its first win. Yeah, uh, Mooney's looking to get the second straight win over Our Lady of the Lakes. Beat them last year, what, like 7-2? to 7-2, to yeah. It was yeah. a weird game. I, I think the Cardinals will bounce back. I'm not too worried about them. Uh, then they, yeah, they have actually a couple road games before they finish the season out at home. And then what, what do we got, Nate Man, Dennis? Well, Deckerville's home to Flint International. Um, the, uh, the Phoenix will be ashes at the end of this one, and uh, we'll see if uh, Ethan uh, Bowerson can uh, go better than seven touchdowns this week. Yeah, come on, <laughs> pick, pick up the pace. Uh, and Peck and CPS. That should be a fun one. That should be a fun one. Peck, a team that's actually, oh, yeah, they're 4-0 this year. They've been routing everyone they play. CPS, though, even in their losses outside of last week, have been fairly competitive. And they lost 34-28 to Bay City All Saints, lost 60-42 to to Merritt. They've destroyed Akron Fairgrove last week. They took it on the chin against Sacred Heart. But the thing about that is they were, I think they were down 36 to nothing, and then they scored 22 straight to make it 36-22, and then kind of they, they traded out scores the rest of the way. Meanwhile, Peck, outside of the Hale game, has just been running everyone. They have to go to CPS. It's a rivalry game. I, it might be a little closer because of that, but I, uh, yeah. Just yeah, don't let it be a trap game if you're uh, your Peck um, thinking about when you've got to play uh, at North Huron for what, if things go the way they're supposed to go in, in that league, would be the championship game. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else before we get to the picks? Uh, I, I think I'm good uh, there and, yeah, the picks. Yeah. You and your stupid picks. going to be fun, Dennis. I'm in first place, and I hate the picks. I know you do. I hate them. All right. Well, we'll take a break, and then we have the picks on the other side. All right.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. It has been a wacky week. It has been a wet week. But Dennis, it's finally time for the picks. We're joined by Brian Bowman. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Amari Holler is into the end zone for a big red touchdown. 75 yards on the scamper. Foot race, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. There's the nail in the coffin. Townsend puts an exclamation point on this game. Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Denny Saligan, 61 yards. Steinhauer into the end zone, touchdown, PHN. So on the record, I'm the only one that took Northern. It's announcement of presence with authority. I'm not sure what. Announcement of presence with authority. Going to hand it off to Tetler. Tetler plows through into the end zone for a Mariner touchdown. Fun fact on Hazel Park, as a JV basketball player, I dropped 19 points on Hazel Park. Fight! will score on a 76-yard trick play. None of his teammates came to the poor guy's birthday party, son. That is an actual true fact about Brady Beaton. Nobody came to his birthday party. And that's why I'm not in the NFL right now. (laughs) Kevin Costner decided not to draft me. Anyway, we are joined by Brian Bowman. Brian, thanks for doing this. Oh, glad to be along. Glad to be along. Can't wait to go 10-0 this week. Trying to tie the venerable Denny White, who's been our best guest picker at 10-0. But Dennis, update everyone on our standings through four weeks. All right, through four weeks, somehow, some way, I have managed to eke out in front with a 33-7 record after going 9-1 last week. Um, our guests, after an 8-2 and two, uh, week from Matt Shook, are at 32-8, and eight, one game behind me. And uh, Brady had a tough week, 7-3 and three last week. He's 31-9 and nine overall. It was a tough slate of games. We have another. I agree. I, I, I feel, all honesty, I feel very fortunate to have had the week that I had last week. All right, Bo, you ready to get this started? Ready to go. All right, let's start up in the thumb. We got eight-man football action. The Peck Pirates travel to take on the rival, Carsonville Port Sanilac. Dennis Stuckey, you're in first place. Get us started with this eight-man football game. All right. I really like the direction that CPS is going in, and I really like the the culture that they're trying to uh, rebuild uh, there. But Peck is 4-0. They're the top team in the uh, stripes until somebody beats them, and CPS won't beat them this week. I'm going with Peck. All right. Over to Bo. Peck all the way. Uh, Matt Massad on uh, staff there. He'll – He'll uh, get them to a, a win this week, uh, maybe even deep into their playoffs for Peck. Yeah, Peck's a team that, you know, they have good years. They have less good years. This is a good year for them. CPS, a program, doing things right. Peck's just going to be too good. Get, make it the clean sweep. Give me Peck. All right, let's start in the BWAC now, the first game over there. 
The Muskrats travel from the swamp to Pickle Land in MLA City. Long bus ride for the Muskrats. MLA City didn't play last week. They had, had a little bit down numbers, but they are back this week. Bo, get us started. Who wins this BWAC matchup? Probably the easiest game of the week to pick. Uh, MLA City <laughs> all the way. Elginac can't score at all. Uh, not much offense for him. MLA City all the way. I think uh, with this game, the bus ride factors into it. Bo, you mentioned it. It's been three games in a row. Algonac's been shut out. I think this game's going to be a slop fest, especially with the weather. That field might be flooded, but I think MLA City wins at home in like a 6-3 to three football game or something crazy like that. Dennis Stuckey, is it a clean sweep? It is not a clean uh, sweep. Oh. You, you, you two guys uh, are in the sand trap on this one. Uh, first <laughs> off, if it is swamp-like conditions, then it's a home game for the uh, Muskrats. Uh, Elkanak, uh, I know they haven't scored in three weeks. Look at who they've played. They've played three of the top dogs in the BWAC. Elkanak's not as bad as you think. And Imlay City, I don't know what to think about the Spartans yet. They don't have a win. One team in this matchup has a win this year, and that's Algonac. And I'm picking Algonac to get their second win. All right. Well, Bo, we just gained a game on him. Uh, Armada travels to Yale Park. The Tigers are looking like a force to be reckoned with. Yale, ever since their week one win, has struggled in BWAC play. I'll get us started. Yale continues to struggle. Armada with like 300-some yards on the ground. They're going to run it between the tackles, and Conan, the destroyer, is going to have two more, three more touchdowns and a handful of yards. Dennis? Yeah, after watching Armada uh, do what they did to Richmond last week, I don't see any way in the world uh, Yale is going to stop the uh, Tigers' uh, assault. Armada wins this one big. Over to Bo. I'll make it a, queen, a clean sweep. Armada, also uh, too much firepower for the Ivy League school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to a matchup that might be a little personal. Almont goes up to North Branch to take on Coach Furman. Furman taking on his uh, old team once again. Almont undefeated in BWAC play. North Branch bounced back after a couple of tough losses with a win over Yale. Dennis, who wins this game up in Bronco country? Furman wants to win this game, but unfortunately he can't. His players have to. Almont's the better team. I'm going with Almont on the road. Let's go over to the man that runs the Elks, Brian Bowman. Almont all the way. Uh, too much speed, way too much speed for North Branch. This is a game that's tough. If it's at Almont, I think it's a slam dunk for Almont. But it's at oh. North Branch. It's going to be a mud fest. This is a game that I thought I was going to pick Almont. Give me an upset. Give me North Branch. We haven't had a game yet that has just thrown a wrench in everything. <laughs> this is going to be the coming. one. Yeah, that is coming. This is going to be the one. We'll, we'll all right. That game. We'll, we'll take a break from the BWAC and go to the, the MAC, and Clintondale goes to Marine City. Hey, I think we're picking Marine City. Bo, are you picking Marine City? I'm picking Marine City. I'm picking Marine City. Dennis, are you picking Marine City? Um, Yeah. Yeah, okay, we're picking <laughs> Marine City. That one was easy. All right, Marysville travels down to Madison Heights. Madison off a loss against Clintondale. The Marysville Vikings coming off a win against Hazel Park. First time the Hazel Park Vikings were scored on. Bo, we'll start with you since last one we didn't really go. Who wins this one, Marysville or Madison? Have to go with my alma mater, Marysville. Uh, maybe a close game, though, but uh, Marysville. Yeah, I, I, Dennis, I know you like Madison more than I do. 
I don't think Madison's any good. I think Marysville's starting to get it going after losing to two. The two teams they've lost to are undefeated still. Give me Marysville. I don't think it's going to be close. 400 yards rushing for the Vikings. They're going to go off. Dennis. Well, I don't think Madison's that bad, but uh, I do think Marysville's going to go down there and win this game. I'm just saying don't look past it because then you will get bitten. But Marysville should handle this. All right. St. Clair travels down to Grossy Pointy Northy to take on the Norseman St. Clair. We talked about it. This is a game. If they have not only playoff aspirations, but hosting a playoff game aspirations, they need to win this Mac Gold matchup. I'll get started. This is a game last year, St. Clair lost 17-0. They're a better team than last year. Saints are going to start to roll. They're going to put together their second straight win for the first time this year. Give me the Saints in a, in a low scoring. So, well, I'd say low scoring, but St. Clair, when they win, put up like 50 points. Dennis, what do you think? I'm going to go with the home team on this one. Uh, I, I picked the Saints to win last week, and you picked against them. So my philosophy is always go opposite of Brady. Uh, if you're picking the Saints this week, I'm going to pick the, the Norsemen at home. I think this is the maybe the closest game of the week in trying to figure out who's going to win. Brian Bowman, break the tie. Well, this is where the guest speakers pass Dennis, for sure. <laughs> uh, St. Clair has scored 51-49 and 49 in their wins yep. and given up 43-66 and 66 in their losses. So who's going to show up? I think the guys that are going to win uh, score the most points. St. Clair. There you go. Look at this well-researched guest. I don't <laughs> think he's got a clue what he's talking about. <laughs> Port here on Northern travels down to Sterling Heights to take on the Stallions. The first road game of the season for Northern in week five. Dennis Stuckey, get us started. Who wins this game and why? Uh, Northern's defense will smother Sterling Heights, and Northern's offense will get it together this week. Northern wins this game. Bo? Uh, Northern has won some close games this year, but not this week. Northern in a route. All right. Uh, yeah, it's a matter if their offense shows up or not. They're winning this game. I just hope it's 28 nothing instead of 10 nothing. I, I don't think Sterling Heights is uh, any good. All right, the game I will be calling. Lance Cruz comes up to take on the Big Reds of Port here on High. Port here on High. First of four games in a row at Memorial Stadium. Lance Cruz 3-1. PH 3-1. I'll get us started. Uh, the Crusaders, they're an all right team. I'm not impressed with any of their wins. They did beat a Mac White team in Utica. I don't think the Mac White's any good outside of maybe Anchor Bay. Give me the Big Reds. They are a train that's rolling. Their young guys are starting to gel. Coach Perkins has got something going. Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, I like I like Port Huron High in this game. Uh, again, uh, I think Lance Cruz is one of the, the top three in the blue, but they might be a, a, dis, a little bit distant third to the Big Reds and the Huskies, so I'm going PH. Bo, is it a clean sweep? It is a clean sweep. I, I like Port Huron at home, and I think that will make the difference. All right, and our BWAC main event, Dennis Stuckey, you'll be up in Pioneer Land in Sugar Land when Richmond takes on Cross Lex. You saw the Blue Devils, they're licking their wounds a little bit after a uh, five turnover performance and a 34 to 10 loss to rival Armada. Brian Bowman, you get us started here. Who wins this critical BWAC showdown and why? Cross Lex. Cross-Lex, I like Cross-Lex. I hope they're not looking ahead to Almont because Richmond can come up and get them. But uh, being at home uh, and uh, not playing last week because of the bye or because of the uh, 
forfeit. Uh, they'll be ready to rest it and ready to go. All right, I like it. Richmond, though, I don't think they're as bad as you saw them, Dennis. You saw them play what might be their worst game of the year. They gave up five turnovers. I don't think that's happening. I, hey, I don't know this, but I bet you there's going to be nine guys in the box staring right at Denny Saligan for Cross-Lex. I think Cross-Lex wins, but I don't think it's by as much as you would think after the performance last week. Give me Cross-Lex in a one-score game. Pioneer fans are going to be sweating this one out for a little bit, but ultimately come away with the win. Dennis Stuckey. All right, well, uh, Richmond is starting to develop a pattern that I don't like, and that pattern is turnovers, and not a turnover, lots of turnovers. They turn the ball over a couple of times in this game. Croslex will uh, run them uh, out of the uh, stadium. I think the, this is a must-win game for Richmond, but I think the Pioneers are the better team. All right, and that'll do it for the picks. Dennis, again, remind them what time you are on and when you're on. Uh, I am uh, I'm Friday at uh, Croswell for the Croslex Pioneers and the Richmond Blue Devils. All right, 6.35-ish pregame? Probably. Since, since you have a couple more, a little more to do in the pregame. I will be about 6.40 pregame on stream two at Port Huron High as they take on Lance Cruz. Bo, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. I'll be at the Elks Lodge Friday night. Uh, and if anybody wants a tea time, give me a call. Sounds good. Hopefully the course clears up a little bit by then. I'm hoping. It's, yeah, that... And hopefully everyone out there, again, we said at the beginning of the show, is safe, dry, and has power. <laughs> that uh, is uh, about where we can leave it, I guess. I was just going to let this music has 10 seconds left. I was going to let it trail out. <laughs> the consummate professional. <laughs>From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.